Welcome to Amazing on Autopilot. My name is Jules, and if you're a leader, a visionary, or an entrepreneur, I want to help you create your impact. Hey guys, I'm just coming to the second sort of segment of my day and I just thought quickly about how this is all coming together. I always operate quite intuitively and things sort of just happen at the, the right time, right day, the idea might come along. I might have an idea already planned for the week of what I want my next episode to be about and it always ends up being something else. <laughs> and I'm looking over my calendar right now thinking about these three words I set up to have for a rocking 200, like 2024. You know, there's always there's always a theme that gets that you can capture when you look back year on year of what that year was like. And then I sort of went, okay, what do I want? What what would be an amazing 2024? And I'd written focus, flow, and fun. I sort of turned my table around to record this podcast, and so now I have the calendar in my my uh, right hand view, and I've got that down. I'm thinking about, oh yeah, when I do these podcasts, they're quite intuitive. I don't have a script. I don't have a you know list and dot points that are sort of banged out exactly what I want to say. I don't have a script. I can't work that way. And I know a lot of people do this really, really well. They're really good at having an Excel spreadsheet of, you know, 50 topics I can talk about or 10 things I can write news that are about. And then you, I tried that and I set the time to do it. And then I look at it again and the, the spark's not there anymore. The idea isn't there anymore. The, the, the energy and the power for that topic isn't there anymore. So I've really figured out in this past year of podcasting, this past year of entrepreneurship and ideating and new journeys and endeavors that I operate intuitively. I can't plan. I don't plan. I don't want to plan. (laughs) And things in life are too unpredictable. So I want to share today about my growth trifecta. Literally just had written down the idea, got the insight about a minute ago, wrote it down and said, okay, it's time to podcast. Had an idea, but this is the one. So let's dive into it. And by the way, guys, these podcasts, I expect season four to run a little bit longer because I'm going to take a bit more of a conversational stance. And man, it would be nice to have someone to podcast with. I'd love to have a conversation kind of podcast. So I discovered a new podcast uh, this past week on a long drive. And it's by Vin Zhang and Ali, and is, is one of his good friends, Ali. Vin Zhang is my communications teacher, currently someone I learn off, and kind of had the inkling that he had a podcast. <laughs> so I went to look for it, and it turns out he has this podcast where each month he sits down with his best mate, Ali, and they review a book. They review a book that is entrepreneurial, that's business, leadership, whatever it is. It's kind of those books that are on the charts, very well known. Maybe it's a bestseller, but they're books that really provoke your thinking and challenge your thinking as as an entrepreneur and as a human and as just uh, someone who is building their life and wanting to construct their growth in a way that is fulfilling and in alignment with the values. And so this one, I picked out a random episode and it it turned out to be the one on Steve Bartlett, diary of a CEO. And I've at this point not dived into Steve Bartlett's stuff. I have heard of Diary CEO and then I saw one episode with Maria Folio on a flight. I thought, okay, this guy's cool. I know he has his book and a really cool website, but yeah, never really jived with, you know, just the guy. So they were reviewing his book and 
I actually still haven't looked this up either, but I believe it's something to do with 33 laws. And so they were taking turns to pick out a number of laws from this book. I assume that they both read it and then got together to do this podcast. And one of those laws was about five different things that if you do in your, that you sort of have in your life and you must do and work on in a certain order to be, you know, truly successful. I thought that's a great insight and I'm going to give it to you soon. But what's interesting about this is that Vin mentions that this is really great. If you're a seasoned entrepreneur or a new entrepreneur or in the middle of entrepreneurship, this is a great little check-in and nice to check in uh, on yourself and do self check-ins. I really like that about their conversation. So the five things are, and I'm going to say them in no particular order. Actually, I'm going to say them in the order they are, but they were in no particular order. And the interesting thing is seeing it as what it is for you right now. So the first thing to have, uh, or the first thing to work on, skills. Second valuable thing to have and work on is your knowledge. Third thing to work on is your network. Fourth thing is your resources. And the fifth thing is your reputation. So skills, knowledge, network resources and reputation. And every entrepreneur, every person is going to have all five of these, but we tend to prioritize them or work on them in a really, really different, in a different order, especially when we are really caught up in building a business. We might be focusing a lot on our network and our resources and our reputation, what people think of us, how we get judged. And you can look at this in the timeline of your life as well. Which one, which order have you, if you look back on your life, do you have this? Have you always been someone that puts skills and resources first and then friends and family later? Are you someone that is really worried about your reputation and your you know, people judging you first before you look at everything else? So it's quite interesting to get the insight about this book that in order to, to you know, really build your business and have this um, journey of entrepreneurship in a really successful manner is actually working on them in this particular order. And I should have also uh, sort of prefaced this with Steve. If you don't know Steve, he is known for interviewing some of the most notable people in the world. And so for many years of learning and interviewing many of these entrepreneurs, these are the 33 laws he's put together to sort of capture what makes these people so successful and so notable and so influential and so wealthy all at the same time. So this is a a quite a valuable read and insight. So I'm just taking away quickly from that insight about skills and knowledge. The one thing I took away, and I remember Ali mentioning was that his perspective was that the way he saw this was that, well, skills and knowledge are kind of, there is a reason why they're the first two, because no one can ever take take, um, it away from you. When you gain skills, when you gain knowledge, that's you creating you and no one can ever take that stuff away from that. That's lifetime. That's permanent knowledge. It's permanent value. And then when you go over your network and resources and reputation, those things are kind of fickle. Those things are kind of temporary. Those things can change. And those things are to some extent not under your control. So your network of people, they obviously change throughout your life, whatever endeavor you're going through. If you move countries, if, um, you know, you change partners. Your network uh, is also something that changes. I mean, living here in Canada, I know my first year here, 
I was meeting people every three months, and after a year, I realized I had no friends. <laughs> you know, I might have met over like two, three hundred people, but I had no friends. And so my network there was just not permanent, and that was easily taken away from me, and it wasn't even existent, actually, to be honest. And then resources, I guess, can come under knowledge, but I think resources is about what you have maybe what you have access to, you know, events, physical events, conferences. Uh, people, knowledge. Um, where are those resources? They can also be temporary. They can also be temporary. And then reputation. This is by far the most fickle one because <laughs> a lot of us do uh, go here. Our mind goes here. What do people think of us? And we also criticize ourselves. We think about ourselves in a certain position. It takes up so much of our mental space, yet it is the last thing that we ever, ever need to work on. The wonderful thing about looking at these five values, these five things to have, is to really ask yourself, you know, are you willing to devote your valuable time and energy to these specific things at a specific time? Skills and knowledge are always valuable because they stick with you, permanent. But how much of your day are you willing to Give your time and energy to reputation if it's not important right now. Maybe you can work on that later on when you're successful. And the final point they mentioned here, I know I'm going a little bit long here, but the final point they mentioned here also is that it's not this like process of doing skills, then knowledge, then network, then resources, then reputation. But Vin also got the insight. He caught the fact that it is kind of, it's not a left to right linear sort of process. It's a cycle. You know, and I, and I see this very much in me right now where every day I am upskilling and I'm upknowledging. And every day I'm working on my network, I'm working on what resources I can create. And in some ways, working on reputation, but I'm not paying attention to reputation. Maybe for like two minutes of the day on Instagram, I'm like, oh, what's my reputation? Or on LinkedIn, I'm like, what's my reputation? Because I'm looking at who's following me and who's, who's seen me. Can I connect with them? So for a little tiny part of my day, I might do that. And then I'll come back to skills and knowledge. So it's a constant move around between these five things. But if you can put your endeavors into these five buckets and look at the ones that are actually the most important, most valuable, most valuable, yeah, most valuable for the rest of your being, the rest of your time here on earth, your skills and knowledge are the two things you always, always want to have. So let's dive in now to my growth trifecta. I'm moving a little bit fast here, but this is going to be quite short. I want to share with you my growth trifecta because it's three areas that I've just found myself in right now. And it's three areas that I found myself working into over the past 12 months. This hasn't come clear to me until now. It was never clear to me, but it also speaks very much to my goal this year of making 2024 focus, flow, and fun. And then I'm also a very minimal and intuitive learner. I need a really clear understanding of three areas that I'm working on that's going to increase and, you know, scale up my skills, my knowledge, and sort of enable me to take those skills and knowledge and to turn it into something really powerful and creative. So my growth trifecta right now so you obviously know that coaching is one of actually let me preface this there's three core skills 
I have decided that I want to focus on and I really want to build. And it makes sense. They both come under skills and knowledge. These are permanent things that will stay with me for life. Three skills. Coaching is obviously one of them. I will never leave that one. That is always going to be part of my trifecta of skills that I keep in my sort of pocket. And the second one that came to life was communication. This was last year. So and many of you know that I, I found a communications teacher, Vin Zhang. He's a master communication teacher. He's amazing content online. He teaches communication through his talent of magic. So very unique and very humorous way of of learning uh, your skills as a communicator. And this is so valuable just as a human being. You don't even have to be an entrepreneur for this, but man, like once you're aware of how you're presenting yourself, how you are perceived by others, how you perceive yourself, you can really catch this out on others almost intuitively. That's really fun. And the third growth trifecta skills thing I have just decided today that is necessary for me to get on with a wealthy and healthy life is sales. Oh my goodness. How many of you do not like the word sales? How many of you hate doing sales? How many of you do not feel great (laughs) about sales? I've never felt good about sales. And I think this has to do, this is for everyone. I think, I think it has to do a lot with the jobs that we have when we come out of school or in school. I know a lot of people who've done those door-to-door sales jobs. And when we think of the jobs where people are selling us things and we hate being sold to, we hate people in, you know, when you walk into a a supermarket and you have uh, the people who are doing the the food sampling and they might give away stuff. And then you have the people who really push a sale on you and the people that stand the doorway of the exit being like, oh, can I clean your window today, your car window? And let me show you, let me demonstrate this. And, you know, it's just growing up, going to markets, going to flea markets, going to shops, going to malls, traveling, being on trains, being on buses, walking through the streets, walking through London. Like we're being sold to all the time and we're being pushed marketing all the time. Magazines, on billboards, in bus stations, in the bus, on the train. There is sales everywhere. Someone is trying to sell us something everywhere. So of course, when someone tells you, when you want a successful business, you've got to love sales or you've got to learn how to sell, it makes you want to vomit. (laughs) Of course, it's, I don't like the word sales, but really, um, you know, over these past month of, of learning and diving deep into coaching, you've got to love the business side too. And part of that is also loving sales. And it took me finding the the teachers that really aligned with my values for life, the teachers that align with this, not selling someone side, but how do you serve and love someone so that they can have a transformation and build their own amazing life. It had to come from a teacher like that for me to see sales as an entirely new concept and just another skill that I could learn, not should, could, and would love to learn because you know what at the end of the day we're also all selling every day when you wake up and look at the mirror you're selling you're convincing and looking at yourself thinking i'm the most awesome person i see <laughs> right now 
I'm the most brave, courageous person that I know. I'm the most powerful person that I know. I'm the most able to build what I want to build. I'm the only person with my vision. You're convincing yourself every day that you are the person that is built to create the business you're creating right now. You are the person who only knows how to communicate your vision. You're the one for you. You're the one who knows you the best. And so every day when we wake up and look at the mirror, dress ourselves, get to the gym, get in our car, go for a walk, read that book, listen to the podcast, we are selling us to us. We are loving us because of us. And so it's a skill. I mean, if I can put it now out loud, is loving yourself is a skill, right? And that it comes with this knowing that you deserve it. You deserve the love for yourself. And before you can love anyone, for anyone to love you, you've got to love you first. And so it really has an element of, of selling because it really is helping you buy into the belief of you. And so that I took that away today too about what a sale is in, in the coaching arena and in the personal development arena and in the transformation of lives arena. It is selling is someone buying to the belief of themselves. Oof, like that just redefined selling for me. And if I look at it as like, I don't have insurance to sell. I don't have a, you know, paint to sell. I'm not trying to go from door to door selling someone a insurance coverage plan or, or blinds or windows. You know, that's a different kind of sales. But if I look at sales, it's a skill of communication. It's a skill of negotiation. It's a skill of belief. It's a skill of helping someone. It's a skill of service. It's a skill of transformation. And it's a skill of success. It's a skill of wealthiness. It's a skill of worthiness. It is a skill of empowerment. So I'm still yet to really, really grasp sales and to be like, I love sales. (laughs) I'm going to teach everyone sales. But it has just come and sort of held hands with coaching and communication as the third skill that is going to enable my rockin' hard 2024 and for decades beyond. Sales, coaching, communication. Now, finally, before I hit 20 minutes on this podcast, I'm going to tell you the three people that are my communication or sorry, my growth trifecta teachers. So coaching, some of you may already know, Rich Litvin is my current coaching teacher. I uh, currently have a network of um, uh, fellow coaches who have been coached by him before, and it's a community of coaches. So I don't work directly with Rich. However, I'm in a cohort of people, and now and then I might work with him directly, either by text or, or video, etc. but he is my coach. Vin Zhang, communications teacher. I would watch his videos, I listen to him, I see his reels, see him on YouTube. I basically surround myself with his voice and his learnings and his teachings. Even if I'm not paying attention to it, there's a subconscious presence of Vin and that helps. And then finally, sales. I've only discovered her, but I have felt a different meaning of sales with her. So I'm going to continue. Her name is Lindsay Wilson. She has taught thousands, hundreds of coaches about sales. 
her, I think she has a background in real estate. I've not learned much about her yet, but I do know from the way that she speaks and the way that she has won my heart <laughs> that she is the sales trainer, the sales skills trainer for me. So I am beginning to dive into her stuff. Growth trifecta, that is my current growth trifecta, sales, coaching, communication. I would love to know what your trifecta is, or maybe if you don't have a trifecta, maybe you have two things. Maybe you have a duo of skills that is going to bring you to your next level of of power. Maybe that's 10x thinking. Maybe that is just a quote or an insight or something that you are taking on on a really, really deep level and you want to master. This doesn't have to be a big course. It can just be an insight that you want to master and you can teach it really well to people. Because you know what? Insights can be repeated everywhere. But someone and a lot of people in the world will only understand it the way you teach it with your voice. So that's another way of me saying there's only one of you and it doesn't have to be something completely new that you teach. But whatever you teach, whatever you do, whatever you create, it is only ever going to have been created, commuted, communicated, and sold by you. Now, Maria Folio says that whatever you do do, the world would have missed out. It literally would have missed out on a legacy that you didn't get to create because there's only one of you in this world. And if you left this world not doing that, we would have missed out. You're pretty special. You're pretty unique. And you're pretty powerful. Even when you think you're not, you can definitely, you can help someone. So I'll leave you with that, guys. Um, I hope that was a value to you. I hope that was insightful. I hope it was interesting to sort of get a conversation with me in some, in some sense. And uh, because I am doing it in a conversation way, you're, you're kind of here with me. You know, I'm kind of feeling like this is like a one-way conversation. Maybe you're just this really, really great listener but it is a podcast episode. So if you would like to reply to me, if you'd like to share your insights, feel free to send me a note. Uh, my email is in the notes. And yes, this is one take. <laughs> I've not edited this. I've just sat down, have two pictures in front of me. I've got the microphone playing and I've hit record. So I really hope I'm actually recording I can see the recording but I really hope that nothing happens to this because it's 23 minutes <laughs> and I, I I will not lose it so we'll leave you that today guys uh please let me know if you'd like and I'd love to have a conversation with you you know I love having conversations about this stuff and and sharing insights and knowledge and this is the kind of stuff you can have in your car on a road trip on your run etc love to be able to bring some joy and heart inspiring stuff to your life and your endeavors lots of hugs from canada look forward to touching base everyone has a vision for their life and what they want to build that's where it's exciting for me to play helping individuals create their impact on the world if you want to go deeper and learn more about how to work with me Go to julesu.com. That's J U L E S S U.com.